0: Hmm. Okay, this is part two Um, uh, What is it, life, family, loyalty Somewhere in that order I've...
1: Live, life, love, I don't know
0: Yeah, it's, it's some type of shit <laughs> But <laughs> this is Murphy talking And y'all already know I'm a hood ass nigga So this is not your normal podcast Yes, I tell y'all what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling I also use this as therapy now goes back to if you didn't hear the first part i mean please go back listen to it this right. that would catch you up so i don't have to catch you up on this one um goes back to family and it goes back to and is nice and that's one of her biggest faults i mean i didn't see and didn't let's not go by what i heard From my own personal experience, I have noticed that the motherfuckers who should be in Ann's corner is not really there. So, for that reason, I take a lot of shit. I mean, a lot of shit. And again, Ann is right here, so she can say anything, but she knows when it comes down to me. She knew everything about me from the get go. I I usually don't change and since me and my ex wife split up, I usually try to keep everybody where I need them. So I I don't tell nobody no lies, but I probably don't tell everybody the whole truth. So I let you know as much enough, enough information that you need to know. For that reason, if you trust me, run with the information that you got. because if I felt like that you needed to know any more, I would have gave it to you. For that reason, if I don't think you need no more, just know that, hey, he he believes in me. He's not going to hurt me. So on and so on. All that other good shit. Now, again, Anne's love blinds her sometimes to seeing what's the the best thing. And me being the person I am, like I said, I see something in and that nobody else sees. And for that reason I take a lot of shit. Now again it's on them, but it was more people Because I did have a homeboy that was Clay that I ran with. And I seen something in him that he didn't see. But again, I had to back away from that situation because I can't let nobody take me down or take down the people that need me. So if you ever run across me, if if I give you my trust, you end up fucking that up. It's going to be very, very hard to get that back because, A, I got to protect me. Plus, I got to protect my brand and everything that my brand believes in. Mm, Let's say, damn, you did go to sleep on me.
1: No, I'm trying not to. Uh,
0: Okay, can you do me one favor if you do fall asleep? What? Can you go and give me that iced coffee so I can stay up for the rest of the day? Why? I have nothing else to do with my life I can't make no money right now my process is um, the shit that I need to be doing I can't do right now so instead of me worrying about it I got a backup plan around the first then Everybody be getting their checks. And I will be making money. But until then, I just want to relax. I want to get enough of my podcast out. So tomorrow, I might just get on this motherfucking, I don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about. But, I mean, I, have shit. I don't have shit to do. Except for aggravating you.
1: You do that anyways. Even if you got something to do.
0: But you and that bright-ass phone that just lit up the whole <laughs> goddamn room. <laughs> I
1: know, right? It's like a whole flashlight.
0: So, let me ask you... The people that's in your life that know you longer than me, do you feel like that they have done right by you? Um, no. Okay, because I was going to answer that if you didn't.
1: No. There's a lot of trust that's been ruined. There's a lot of loyalty that's been ruined.
0: So let me ask you, if you feel that away, why do you stay?
1: Trying to answer that question myself. Can't give you an answer if I don't even have an answer for it. Because trust me, I've asked myself that question. Why am I still here? There's nothing here. No. Like literally nothing here.
0: Yeah. Literally. Um. Mm, on top of the hill that uh Dollar General. That's White House, ain't it?
1: Eventually, yeah.
0: What you mean, eventually?
1: Like, because actually goes... After you hit the ridge, like, it actually... I think it's like a, 10 miles or so, like, after ridge. Then it turns into White House. But usually I say once you hit the top of the ridge, you're in White House.
0: But... Um, the city of Millersville got two Dollar Generals, right?
1: Yes, technically we have two.
0: Okay, and that's it. Oh, you got a gas station. I gas see you got stations. A gas station.
1: That's it. So, motel, KOA.
0: What motel?
1: A motel
0: show down the road. Man, don't I'm not counting that. Motel, hotel. Um, Nah, uh, it's a hotel. That's what it is.
1: You sit there and you, you were sick.
0: Nah, I don't even think it's a hotel. It's a motherfucking place. That's it. Yeah, you probably can Google it and it probably say motel or hotel, but only thing that goes on there is drugs, prostitution. Now, I used to work at a hotel and I considered that as a hotel.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Now, this right here, that shit is like It's Millersville's Projects. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Because everybody, I mean, every two days, they had that damn place blocked off and they taking somebody to jail or they trying to serve somebody a fucking warrant or it was Millersville Projects. That's exactly what it was for uh, 1,200 a month you can stay in Millersville projects. Lights, water, everything is included internet. I mean, it's just exactly what it was. Now, if you heard part one, and I mean, you just heard what Ann said, me personally, I would've been like, fuck everybody, I'm gone. Matter of fact, I would've took it a step farther And it would probably beat up and try to rob some of them damn family members who did me wrong. Um, I'm not like that. I know. Trust me. Only time that, only person that you would fight is me, because, you know, hey, I'm not going to fight back. Again, Texas, Brazil. Yeah, I know all this is true.
1: (laughs) Okay, I mean, that's the thing. I legit. Like, legit, was not aiming for you. Uh, I As soon as I threw the pipe, I blacked. It was like, once it left my hand, I blacked out. And then it was like, once it's there and it hit, I came back. Uh, it, was just, it, it was too late. It was too late. Now, me was person. I going to throw it at you? Yes, I was. I was going to throw it at you. But I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to hurt him. And that's when I turned around and threw it at the headboard.
0: Mm. Me and the headboard was in the same direction.
1: No, y'all weren't. Nigga. You were in front of the damn window.
0: Nigga, the headboard. Nigga, you was right there at that door.
1: You were you... standing right there in front of the window. I
0: don't know, man. I don't Look. I don't think I do know is, as me being the, the calm, peaceful Yoda that it took me many drive-bys to become, I was like, damn, not because she threw the weed pipe at me, but damn, man, I was going to get some weed that night, man, we was going to need that motherfucker, luckily, I don't Actually, yes, I did. I did come home with weed because I knew if I didn't, you gotta see the kids, man. The kids does it better. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta see the kids. Help me,
1: help me. <laughs>
0: now, this is I ain't never had this power with kids that we all in the same room having a conversation without saying anything, these are kids now. Now, I walks into the room and it's got her back turned. So I'm looking at the kids, the kids are looking at me and we all, the kids are, it's two kids and it's me. Me being an adult, I look at the first child, I already know. Then I look at the youngest child <laughs> and he's giving me the same damn thing so now we having a conversation just by looking like, nigga, 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 man, Nick. I'm like, all right, goddamn it, I'm going to do something about it. Just, y'all, stop looking at me like this. So I had to, you no, know, that was a, I think that was a different time, though. But, again, you can tell when Anne ain't smoked in a while. So her destroying that weed pipe, that's when I knew. I just need to get the fuck out the house because... She's a smoker. Trust me, she's a smoker. If this was Friday, she would be smoky, and I would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Come to find, uh, kind of fucked up because again, the way that I started getting in, coming to the house is because I was the plug.
1: You lured me with
0: weed, man. All exotic. Everything that she smoked with. Came from a dispensary before the dispensary was out here. Literally, there's no dispensary in the state of Tennessee, so don't come here thinking, yeah, we for the smoke.
1: Yeah, there ain't shit here.
0: But my California connect made sure that, I mean, we had good shit in. Man. And she came, smoked like a chimney. Don't understand why that she was smoking drove with me. Moved in, still smoking draw. Me and her went our separate ways. Then I reconnected with her. And she comes with some fucking rig. So who the fuck smoked this? Oh, she was smoking like maybe an ounce every two days of rig. And I'm like, why the fuck you just don't buy no draw? Some pair of reason she thought that she couldn't afford it, but the amount of weed that she was smoking and it was better for her to just go to draw. Oh, I'm trying to catch up my thoughts. I'm sorry about this. And again uh, the first part of this was more about me. I'm trying to get her to put more of herself on this one so y'all can understand exactly what all this is going. The whole family, love, loyalty, and so on and so on. Now, I don't know. Have you did anything fucked up to your family? No. Okay. I'm just making sure because since I've been around, I haven't seen that, But I have seen you when I came around. You used to watch your sister, kids, and all this. Uh, you'll go to your friend's house and clean their house, let friends come and stay with you. I mean, I didn't see, from my point of view, I have seen you do a lot of giving. That's why when I'm around, like when I'm staying at your house, I try to help out with bills. If I can't help out with bills, I'm trying to help out with kids. I'm trying to do something so you want, you don't have to in the process of that, why do you think your family actually do the shit that they do? I
1: honestly don't even know. I think they might expect more out of me. And then I guess whenever I just don't give them what they're looking for, whatever, then it's just kind of a shit on me. I don't, I don't really know. That's a puzzle that I've yet to be able to put together because everybody sees me busting my ass. Everybody sees me doing what I do and I'm not looking for credit. I'm not looking for a high five pat on the back. I'm just looking for, you know, Hey, you're doing good. I'm proud of you. That's it. That's all I want to hear.
0: And that shit goes a long way. I'm not going to lie. I probably would have did a lot better in school just hearing that shit. Right.
1: <laughs> so, but instead, no, it's, oh, well, who are you, who do you have over the house? Or who are you talking to? Or, you know, who's this? Or what? what's that? And it's, no, fuck that.
0: And how old are you? 31. And... Me personally, I you're thirty one. I figure, hey, you're grown. I
1: figure, hey, I'm grown.
0: Well, the shit that I have seen people, seen your people do, I'm like, why in the fuck are y'all trying to treat her like? I left my mom's house. I left my godparents' house when I was like, I wasn't even eighteen. I wasn't because nobody's not gonna treat me like someone.
1: But that's my whole thing because, okay.
0: Where's another cigarette? Let's five some cigarettes mom <sighs> I'm thirsty. I'm going to get you some of the vanilla milk.
1: I don't want no vanilla. I just want something to drink. Just like some water. I don't want another one. Just... I don't feel right, man.
0: What do you mean you don't feel right? <clears throat> oh,
1: no. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think we done ate some fucked up strawberries. That's what I really believe.
1: You think we ate fucked up strawberries?
0: I really believe. My stomach, (laughs) I'm not bullshit. My stomach has been kinda like, I don't know, fucked up since I, and the only reason I think that I ain't got sick like I normally do, because I stopped eating strawberries because of fucking Shonies. Every time I went to Shonis, I eat a strawberry, I throw up. So I stopped eating strawberries. Well, Ann came in with some strawberries. Knowing I these was
1: be- going to dip them in white chocolate.
0: Nigga, you don't even know how to do it. How are you going to do it?
1: It can't be that damn hard.
0: So tell me how you to do it.
1: You melt the dang old chocolate. How? You- in a little pot. How? What do you mean how? On the stove.
0: So would you going to put the chocolate in the pot, put that pot on the stove, and let it melt? No. So How?
1: You put, you put the water in the pot, okay? mm mm-hmm. You get a bowl. Put the bowl on top of that. Put the morsels on top of that. You melt it down.
0: Okay. okay. I, I had to ask to make sure because, again, I had... <laughs> this is <a> true story. <laughs> this, is, this is a true story. So, I told this girl that I was going to make her some chocolate-covered strawberry. And... I've been watching food channels and all this other shit my whole life, so I'm pretty good at what I can do. I tell this girl this, she decides to do it for me. But when she did it, she put the pot on the stove, she put the chocolate in the pot, and then she proceeds to melt the chocolate that away.
1: No. No, 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 no.
0: First she she left the shit on for too long. So the chocolate kind of had like a burnt taste. I didn't know until after I seen the dishes. Like I'm eating, I'm like, something is, something is up. So I'm going to tell her that I'm not hungry because uh, I didn't smoke. That's the reason I said I'm not hungry. But really was the chocolate, it tasted burnt. It was just all a fucking disaster. One side of my pancakes was crunchy. That's another reason I stopped eating. You know, this part right here, I hope that the girl that I'm talking about don't hear this and never find out because she had a real, real bad attitude. and That's the type of girl that you're going to have to get a restraining order on or get like five of your cousins to come over and kick this bitch ass knocking shit down over there? I
1: don't
0: even know what do. Sound like eye drops. I No. I was now, just asking them to make sure. But.
1: I do know how to do some stuff, man. Like, you don't give me enough credit. I do know how to do some shit.
0: But I give you credit. When it comes to in the kitchen. Um, You,
1: you give credit where credit's due. But.
0: I'm sorry, man, but in my past I didn't been around a lot of white people and ninety percent of the white people.
1: Okay, but you know what? Then white people are not me. I'm not those people.
0: But you are white.
1: Every person is different.
0: Nick bro, when I first came here, you only had like five seasoning. Hmm.
1: It doesn't matter. I still had seasoning though, didn't
0: I? Five seasoning?
1: I still had some, didn't I? Yes or no?
0: Yes you did.
1: Okay. Period, the end.
0: But those five seasoning. No, period, can, period. They period. weren't all purpose seasoning. You couldn't use your beef seasoning for your chicken. I'm gonna beef your damn
1: chicken.
0: Huh? I don't know, man. There's gotta be some white people shit, man. What the fuck? I don't know. You're gonna beef my chicken? You know? Or you gonna beat my chicken?
1: Why would I beat your chicken? I don't
0: know. I don't know. I don't know. And here she goes. Anytime you <laughs> hear Ann do that, that's Ann's way of cussing you out. But since I was raised up ghetto and Project, I don't give a damn if you're the pastor, the lawyer. If I'm going to cuss you out, I'm going to cuss you out. It's not going to be no... Get the fuck out of here. I mean, um, and another thing is my belief, and what put me on my path. If y'all done listened to enough of my podcast, that what put me on my path is come on with that cigarette, man, because it seemed like you know I'm broke a hip or something.
1: <laughs> I feel like I broke a hip.
0: But by me running the streets and everything, I have seen too many good people, bad shit happen. Okay, I don't know how much... Uh, so, I don't seen too many good people fucked up shit happen. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a good person now. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent. Very, very
1: certain
0: extent. I do... I do have anger issues. Yes. So I try to walk away before it gets to that point. But I am one of them people if I feel like I'm in the right I'm going to let you know. I don't give a damn if you write me a check. I don't give a damn if you dating my grandmama. If I feel like I'm in the wrong, if I feel like I'm in the right, I'm going to hold my ground. But it also goes back to most motherfuckers can see me and can tell when I done had enough. And Ann is one of those people that no matter. I can look at Ann and tell Ann has done had enough. But other motherfuckers around her don't see that. For that reason, I try to push Ann into the right direction. I drop hints. I even tell her, hey, look this is what I would do, or this is what I should, uh, this is what I think you should do. I always always let her make her decision. And it just seemed like me personally, that was one of the best things that I have did is stood up to people. Just like, I'm going to have to stand up to end, because she supposed to be a part of my podcast and if she go to sleep, only one way that I not wake her up and is putting this lit cigarette out on her neck.
1: I wish you motherfucking would.
0: Mm, she's not sleeping no more. Fellas, if you have somebody that's around y'all and y'all don't want them to go to sleep, say some shit like that. That's going to get them a nice little jolt of energy. But when I touch her with this damn cigarette...
1: Motherfucker, I swear to God!
0: I, I had the cigarette in my fucking mouth. I just touched her with my finger. It was no heat, no nothing.
1: Oh, crap, you got the nuts between your legs. I swear.
0: And this is the reason why I'm glad that I had that little snip surgery. Because I can't shoot out nothing, so if she does crush my nuts, well... She's not killing no kids or nothing because they already a cemetery hanging between my legs. What the
1: fuck's up of looking at it, man?
0: Well, I can't have kids, so yeah, that's... What the up, way. to all the ones I'm shooting. Shooting out. Y'all could have been another son. But it's only one prince. Grayson Prince Murphy. Drop the Grayson Prince Murphy. That's what I call him. It's kind of fucked up because my son knows when he's in trouble because I say, yell out Prince. And he knows. If, let's say, is anything that you would want to say to anybody out there? Well, let's say if your family say heard this, what would you want to say to them?
1: I mean, they're fucked up for what they do. Like they sit there and they see that I'm down. They see that I'm trying to get up and they just want to kick me down to keep me from getting up. Like it's fucked up. Like y'all are supposed to be my family. But it just comes to show that family will be the first ones to fuck you up.
0: Like, they don't give a damn. Man. My grandma always said family is going to be the one that's going to be there. Family is going to do this and this and this. No,
1: family is going to sit there and be the ones going to be the first ones to fuck you up. And
0: Believe they do me. it the worst. The harsh. the Yeah,
1: because they do it the worst. They spit in your face. And it, you I would much rather you slap me than spit in my face. If you spit in my face, that is just beyond. That's that's too much.
0: I said that in my podcast before.
1: Too fucking much. I would rather you sit there and fucking slap me in my face, call me a bitch, whatever, but don't ever spit in my face. But when you sit there and you turn your back on me or You hear what George is saying over here about me, and then you got Susan over here that's heard the same, heard the shit from George, and then Susan's wanting to add to it. Well, I mean, fuck. Why don't you just come straight to the soul? Why don't you just come and ask me? I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to. I I have no reason to lie. I can't lie. At all.
0: You sure? Because I remember you telling the gorilla.
1: And I'm busting out laughing too. <laughs> so, really and truly, I mean, I. But I was being honest. He is ugly.
0: Nigga, you didn't say, yeah, Gorilla, you are ugly. I
1: said, everybody's ugly to me.
0: Yeah, I'm glad she said everybody's ugly to her. I'm ugly.
1: You're not ugly.
0: I'm just going by what you told Gorilla. Man,
1: don't. He's.
0: You also just said own podcast. When it I comes, don't lie. When to
1: it me. comes to him, I, man, he ain't shit to me.
0: Now, a little bit of my uh, position in Ann's family's life. None of them don't like me, and really, I really don't give a fuck. I mean, they don't. They didn't like Jesus Christ, if that's who you believe in. They didn't like uh, Muhammad. They didn't like. They don't. uh, People. People don't like other people for whatever reason. Me personally, I really think that if you have a problem with me, please tell me. Maybe it's a problem that I need to fix. But right now, since I've been in Anne's life, I always try to stay her right. I always try to help her. For that reason, I told her if I my daughter had somebody like me in her life, uh, like me in her life, then I'm gonna be cool with that because I know he's coming from a good place. And that's
1: well, that's the art. That's one of the arguments I mean because it's like damn, you know, because you know just like when everybody wants to sit there and ask me, you know, if you're around or whatever. Why the fuck shouldn't matter? When you're getting up, you're helping me with the kids. You're helping me with just whatever. You're helping me get through the day. You know, emotionally, you know, mentally, whatever. You're fucking there for the kids and I. You're doing more than what the last motherfucker did. You know, I mean, I would be happy with that. The fact that somebody is standing up Behind my daughter. Not just for, you know, adults or whatever, but I mean, hell, the kids. The kids don't bad bad talk me when you're around. Because they know you're going to stand the fuck up and say something.
0: Now, and that's another thing. That's That was one of my red flags right there. Because something happened and it seemed like everybody in, in his family was more Let the kids do what the hell they want to. And I'm not one of them people. I don't care if I stay at your house. I don't give a damn if you... You can be feed me, clothe me. If I feel like your kid is doing something wrong, I'm going to speak up. If I feel like you're doing something wrong, I'm going to speak up. That's just me. I haven't learned how to keep my mouth shut all the way. But I done got a lot better. And for that reason, I never understood, no, why nobody didn't like me. And come to find out, motherfuckers pretended to like me and saying other things and doing other things behind my back. That's cool. That's fine and dandy. I take it. I mean, it's my life. I'm used to it. That's why I can easily say no. If you don't like me, cool. As long as you don't disrespect me. And some of these motherfuckers have. But I'm also a motherfucker who... I find out your phone number. I will call. I will confront you. I'm not gonna go behind your back and say anything. Anybody who knows me, if I say it on this podcast... I done told that person face to face. And I don't respect, no, some of the shit that I have seen. I'm not trying to put nobody's name on there. Except for, you no know, D'Angelo Deshaun Holt. I mean, that's my brother, so I'm going to put his name out there. If he don't like it, hey. He's got what? Maybe what?
1: It's going to be 3,052 by the time he hears the shit. <laughs> the fuck you talking about?
0: Yeah, by the time he get. He gets out of jail this time or prison this time. Shit.
1: They're going to have a whole new thing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So. I've been trying to get in to move to the area that I'm in. Because I moved to an area that nobody really knows who I am because a... I dropped my, my alias where everybody knows me as, and I went by my government name in my new area. In the process of that, I have sit back and i I have been around people that I know who use me, and I know the reason why they use me. And yes, I let it go on because just like with N, I don't want nothing to happen to her. And I have another person that's in the area that I'm in that I don't want nothing to happen to her. And just a prime example, I have two phone numbers that's tied to my na- to my name. And usually if you have one, you have the other. Well, the other person have my other phone. Nobody never calls that one because they know that's not a direct line to me. But anytime a motherfucker needs money, tattoos, help, anything, they always call me. Because they know the other person that's in the other part of the town in East Tennessee, the person that's in East Tennessee, me personally, I'm gonna say it, and I say it, and I say it to anybody, Family don't do the shit that I have seen that family do. Family don't do the shit that I seen in family do. And family don't do the shit that 99.9% of my family do. So therefore I, graduate, I gravitate to people who, A, that's not my family. I get to know you, then I make that decision, are you part of my family or are you not? And if I see you as my family, I mean, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to make sure you're comfortable. I mean, if I had to work two jobs or three jobs. When I was living here with N, I mean, I didn't want her to go to work because she said that she wanted to go to school. Cool, go to school. But I also know that the jobs that Ann have worked, she can make more on her own. I believe in her. For that reason, I know that I can get her to do more. I know that I know what everybody else may think of her or say about her. I know the truth. So a motherfucker can't tell me certain things about Ann because I know what the truth is. The shit that I heard before I actually got to know in. if I would've listened to them, I would've stayed away from her. I'm glad that I didn't because I know the truth. And it's not nothing that N have told me, it's what I have seen. Yes, everybody else had said other shit about no situation. No, I talked to her sister, I talked to her mama, shit. I have talked to her long family friend. I done heard everybody's input, but I made my own assumption, my own uh, judgment. There, yeah, thank you. So, and for that reason, I still try to make sure to know she's okay. Uh, she's got a daughter that I I got real close to. Especially at the time that I needed a kid to be around me, her daughter was right across the room from me. So when I was then here at first, you know, a daughter come in here, come in my room, wake me up, hey, I want this, or just to talk or just to be around me. I, I need that. Sometimes that, that hood mentality, I have to have somebody that I care about. Cause I don't care, I don't care about myself. So I'll put myself in dangerous situation. Hoping for the worst. Luckily it always come out, I guess, good. Mm -hmm. So me trying to get in to move to East Tennessee because A is cheaper. Nobody knows her. Nobody knows me. And I kind of figure for that reason it would work out a lot better. Um, again, all the mistakes that I have made in East Tennessee, that's all on me. I know, writing, I know what's right. I know what's wrong. But I still try to do whatever I can to protect the people that I love and care about. So at the end of the day, if you're not happy where you at and you don't trust the people that you're around or the people around you is not motivating you to do better move it was one of the best decisions that I made. One thing that I always been was a person who always went his own way. If everybody's walking around with a black girl, I'm going to get me a white girl. Everybody's wearing red. I'm going to wear blue. Yes, it have caused me some loss, but I have gained more. In Middle Tennessee, I know if I'm if I'm in Middle Tennessee, all the way to Murfreesboro, all the way to Clarksville, I'm protected. It's going to be a house that I can easily walk into, easily, and they're going to make sure that I'm okay. None of these motherfuckers are family. None of None of them have my DNA. Half of them don't even have my same, not even the same race as me. So, take a chance. Because again, you can be unhappy anywhere. You can do bad anywhere. One thing that I had to step away from was my safety net. Yes, it was good, but it was also hurting me. So I had to step away. If you unhappy, please make the, make the decision and make the changes. Now, one thing you can never, ever get back is time. So if you done spend 15 years, 10 years, five years, even a year unhappy, take some time out to figure out what's going to make you happy and make that decision. People who love and care about you is going to respect that decision. Other motherfuckers is just going to be like, they're going to be salty. You're not going to hear it and it's not going to bother you because you done moved away from all the bullshit. I get phone calls every day or every other day telling me what's going on in Nashville, what's the problem though, this and this and this happened. And I'm glad that I step away from 90% of the bullshit, but I still got 10% where I'm at. Nobody's not gonna try to make you happy. But you you the only only person who's responsible for your happiness happiness is you oh. I beat Tennessee and still barely here. This is Annie bear, and it is two thousand and twenty. We almost at the end of April and everybody's walking around with these Corona masks. Like I said, I am, I'm a little pissed off about it because last time I walked into a place with a mask, they gave me eight years. Now I'm seeing everybody walking around with four masks on, gloves. I'm like, shit, that's the same robbing gear that I had on before I got my time. Now y'all can just freely walk. I'm a trendsetter, that's what it is. 15 years ago, aggravated rob—no, no, 16, 17 years ago, aggravated robbery. I'm a trendsetter. Everybody else is now doing it. Everybody else is mask on and gloves. I started that trend, me. Before this damn Corona shit, I was doing it. Well, I'm gonna try to get some rest. Nah, no I'm not. I'm gonna play on my phone probably, watch some porn. I don't know. Once again, I am Tennessee Slim. This is Annie Bear. This is Murphy Talk. Thank y'all for just listening to us. Hopefully, I can come up with some new and better episodes, more people for us to sit down and conversate with. Just stay tuned. This is part two. Alright, I've been trying to do this and I'm so, so sorry for everybody who do listen to my podcast and I have been getting emails, but we up here in Millersville, Tennessee and it is 3.55 and this is Murphy Talk. Again, I've been trying to get a little podcast in, I just, oh no a lot of shit been going on but I'm just sitting here hope my phone didn't cut off All right. just sitting here and just trying to figure out what's the topic now kind of got a couple of different things and I have well excuse me and I have Annie Bear right here if y'all do remember a couple of, what, about a year ago? Um,
1: probably like a year or two, maybe.
0: Yeah. We'll say a year. Okay, about a year ago, her and another person was on one of my podcasts. Actually, I think you've I think been on like maybe what, two? Two or three?
1: Yeah, I think so. Because I know there's just one of you and I on there.
0: And then it was me, you, and Junior. Yeah. But, I mean, no. Mm. Ooh, 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 ooh. I know how we can start this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Murphy talking. We're going to talk about just family, love, loyalty, and just all. First thing I want to go back, uh, first thing I want to start off with is family. Now, anybody who's been listening to my podcast, especially the this last year, man, it's been kinda up and down It's been a real roller coaster, and I have noticed though know, me leaving Middle Tennessee and moving to East Tennessee. I only get phone calls from my actual family, and that's like three people, like three members that's my grandmama, um, I don't know what the hell the last name is now, but I always, until she dies, going to say Liz Murphy. I don't give a damn who don't like it. Y'all know who I am. Pull up on me. But Liz Murphy, I got a cousin that's in Clarksville named Sweet Pea, and I have to say she don't even like Sweet Pea, so I don't even understand how the fuck does she get the nickname Sweet Pea. And she's so sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's sweet. She's sweet as fuck. Oh, let me tell y'all this, why I got everybody. Man, funny, funny thing, and it backfired on me. So, uh, I called my cousin Sweet P. Her daughter answered the phone. <laughs> so, so, she wanted to know who it was, so I told her. I think I said, I'm Jesus. He says Jesus. Yeah. Yes. So, this girl is so sweet, man. She just... She ate it up. Hey, Jesus, how you doing? So I done talked to her. And the first phone call, it was funny. You know what I mean, hung up, thought everything was good. This girl is smart. <laughs> this girl is very smart. She remembered my phone number and called me back. <laughs> now, I don't know if y'all know, but one, if I'm Jesus, how the hell is she calling Jesus back? Two. <laughs> She didn't just, really about that either. yeah. <laughs> then she just kept on. I mean, like, she didn't do nothing wrong. It was just her being so fucking sweet. And that's what killed me. All right. First, I hung up, talked to her the first time, hung up. She calls back. So I had to have another conversation. So I get off the phone again. She calls back. So now she's asking. Hey, Jesus, can I speak to my grandma? That's when shit just got real. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I can't, I can't get her right now. And again, me being the person who I am, I couldn't come up with a good, good lie. So I had to say, No, you can't talk to her. She's over there. I think I said she's playing like tennis or something. I, to- I
1: think you said she was bowling. Oh, both. Really okay.
0: I think I'm, I know I said that she was playing some type of sport and she was like, okay, Jesus, the whole time sweet as can be. And when I hung up that phone, boy, I felt like shit. So now I don't fuck with kids like this <laughs> I don't tell kids that I'm Jesus or the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus or none of that shit. Uh, again, <laughs> shout out. To my cousin, shout out to my grandmama. Um damn I got another fam. oh, Pup. I got a family member that's in Springfield. I think he still lives in Springfield, but his name Pup. You know what I mean me and him we don't talk as much, but that's one thing I can say. I sent him a message, he'll sent me a message. If he I know something is, ain't, something is not right if I ain't just got just a, a message is out the blue. So those are the three family members that I do talk to. And the reason why I only talk to them is because 90% of my family is negative. 90% of my family tries to tear tear each other down. Now, coming from a black family, I mean, if you're black and you hear this, you're kind of like, hey, that's kind of normal in our community. But that also made me the person who I am now. The reason why I'm bringing this up is, I can be a hard ass. I can, I can cut anybody off. I can, I don't give a damn if I feel like you did something wrong to me. I want you to stay far, far away from me. Now, N and is different. N is. But first, if you shook Ann's hand, then you'll understand. Ann is soft. <laughs> Ann is very soft. What the fuck? I mean, like, if she walked up to you and you shook her hand, and after she shook, uh, after you shook her hand, and she was like, "I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you," you're gonna be like, hmm, not with those soft ass hands." You no, know, maybe you need to do some concrete work or something. But your hands are too soft to be throwing punches. Maybe pillows, but not punches. And it goes back to Anne is a very family person and in the process of that and can take anything that her family dish out to her. She's going to be always loyal to her family. Like me, from the get go, I didn't even know who my real family was, so It took a minute for me to figure out who those people was. And by that time, I just didn't trust motherfuckers. It's just me. That's why I say I only have three family members that's blood related that I talk to. My biological brother that I. That's got the same mother still up in the air with the father. Me and him can get along to so much, but we don't get along as we should. I mean, I I really do feel like sometimes that I am the bigger brother. And sometimes it's so hard to get my brother not to see my point of view or to see my vision. And again, that's not his problem. That's more my problem. I mean, I can't get everybody to see what I'm thinking. I try to get you to see it. But if you can't, okay then. I got an attitude that, if I'm into food, my brother, he's a fat motherfucker, so he's into food. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute. Man. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna put my brother on blast, but anyway. You no know, D'Angelo, Deshaun Holt, whatever you is, No, nah, no, nah, I'm not gonna put him on blast. Well you
1: done mm.
0: did. All right, fuck it. <laughs> 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 Hey, the reason why I did that is it's an inside joke. And, again, if you're on my Facebook, Instagram, y'all done seen that shit. But, I mean, my brother, he don't see my food vision. Yes, I had to smoke weed for me to eat, but I love being in the kitchen. That's what I always feel comfortable at. In my shitty-ass childhood, I felt more comfortable in the kitchen. So, But my grandmama, no, she started cooking. Um, So I just always been in the kitchen. That's my comfort zone. For that reason, I try to get my brother to go in on a food truck. Now, he didn't have the same vision as me. Yes, he likes to eat. And I try to get him to understand, invest in his food truck. You will never have to pay for food. No, and goddamn well, that's a lie, because trust me, I tried to feed that motherfucker for one day, and I was goddamn it. doing tattoos, trying to help people make beats, and and this is all in one day just to keep my brother fed. It's like a $100 a day to feed him. So anybody who want to donate <laughs> <laughs> to my <laughs> Feed-A-Brother Foundation, yeah, all can, because my brother does eat a lot. Now let's get back on topic. Uh family. Um family is not what I expected. Um first everybody that was young in my growing up bullshit. Second, everybody that was not like grandmama's age. Nah, we can't fuck with you. That means my own father my own mother. I butt head with them like shit. Like they my siblings. Me and my mama got into arguments, fist fights. Because I wanted to protect my mama. But again, a lot of parents look at their child and be like, oh, you don't know what's going on. But I was that one that stood beside my mama. I told my mama right or wrong. If you did something to my mama, and if I feel like, hey, you taking my mama on a shopping spree every Friday is a problem to my mama, I'm going to let you know, and I'm going to let my mama know. No filter. I got a daughter right now that's named Biggin. Liliana is a real name. Same fucking way. No filter. I don't give a damn. If it's on her mind, she's going to goddamn speak on it. No. As me growing up, as me you know seeing a lot of shit that I really didn't pay attention. I mean, it goes back to family loyalty to f- your family. Your family should be loyal to you. Right now, at the all the shit that I done did, no tattoo, tattoos, music, even selling drugs. My family always was there to hold their hand out, but it wasn't too many people that like, hey, you can do this. I believe in you. So the ones that did have that in me is dead and gone. For that reason, I'm the way that I am now. I can easily disappear, don't contact nobody, get my number changed. Shit, I can move away and shit. Really wouldn't give a damn. In the process of that, um, I know that it's wrong, it's foul, it's fucked up. The closest people that's around me that keeps me grounded It's not even blood family. Shit, 90% of them is not even my same race. And that's fucked up. Um, like I said, if I see something, I'm going to speak on it. I stand behind my decisions 100%. Sometimes, no, alone by myself, it gives me a good time to scan my head. And I know that I have did some wrong in my life, especially when it came down to my kids. Actually, fuck that. Everybody else, fuck y'all. Only time when I did something wrong, one time. That's it. And that's with my kids. Other than that, it was just a casualty of war. If I robbed you, Hey, I'm not sorry. I'm not even going to lie to you. I really don't even give a damn about it. If I shot at you, I really don't give a damn about it. Some number one mistake that I can say that I have made, that actually two mistakes that actually haunts me to this day, that's the decisions that I made with my kids. And, again, I did it out of love. It wasn't out of anger or nothing. I wanted them to be the best. I wanted them to be stronger. Run faster, jump higher, smarter—all of that. In the process of that, my kids was in the army. If you lived in Millersville, why? No, me and my gang was in Millersville. You seen my kids running up a steep ass hill, but also you seen my eight-year-old driving a goddamn car, or nine-year-old driving a car. However, the, however old she was, I'm in the passenger seat. She's driving because I'm teaching her how to drive. I try to do everything fast. I try to do everything the best way that I know how. But in the process of that, they didn't get the chance to be kids, and I am sorry for that. Anybody else a part of my family? Yeah, I don't even give a fuck, to be honest. That's just That's just me. Now, the way that I am, is a whole 360 from what N is. Like right now, in has got these fucking cats <laughs> at her fucking room fucking fighting, and she thinks it's funny, but every time I hear these goddamn cats make a fucking noise, a bead of sweat just rolls down my fucking forehead. I can't see these motherfuckers. So I'm like, hey, I'm hoping if I have to punch something, I hope I don't hit in. Now, again, my so-called father, his mama had a Siamese cat. First time I ever met her. And this is the reason why I don't like cats. I really don't fuck with cats. So you best believe if it's a war, pull up with guns, we're gonna goddamn we're gonna shoot it out. You pull up with some cats, I'm locking my goddamn doors and I might call the police on your ass. I'm not I, look I'm gonna run like a little two year old girl. Hey, I love how funny this motherfucker is. this shit is funny to her, but again, every time I hear these goddamn cats, a beat of sweat motherfucker. Hey, I don't fuck with cats at all. hey I hate fucking cats. Now let's get back to the Siamese cat. <laughs> oh, fuck, it is hot as shit in here now. Let's get back to this Siamese cat and then I get back on topic. Because she's laughing so fucking much. I hate fucking cats. As a young kid, I first met my oh my, my sperm donor or the nigga who claims to be my father. I met his mama for the first time. And I remember because I left my... The people who I thought was my parents, I left their house with a big-ass bag of candy. So, this guy claiming to be my father picks me up. He shows me around Nashville. I, don't, I didn't know Nashville. I knew White House, Tennessee. And if y'all know anybody that's in White House, Tennessee, if you knew anybody that was in White House, Tennessee in the 90s, guarantee you knew my goddamn grandmama now she wasn't my biological grandmama but when it comes down to it when people ask me about my grandmama i only talk about liz murphy and i talk about this other grandmama Y'all would never know uh willie jane oh damn i wish i could remember her middle name but yes, if you heard her whole name, it was so goddamn old school. It was like color purple old school. Well, this guy, supposed to be my fucking father, driving me around Nashville, showing me different shit, bring me to his mama house. I get out, all these kids, and I mean, like, it was a shitload of fucking kids. I mean, <laughs> I thought the motherfuckers had a daycare in that motherfucker. It's a two-story house plus a basement. So I walk on the front porch, all these kids come, oh, I'm this person, I'm this person, I'm this person. I don't know none of these motherfuckers, but for one person, supposed to be my best friend, supposed to be. So of course, I goes to him, hey man, what's up man, this and this and this and this, he's got this look like, oh shit, you for know. Come to find out, the motherfucker supposed to be my best friend is my fat-ass brother that's locked up. Yeah, the one I tried to feed, (laughs) trying to get to do the food truck. Known this nigga since I can remember. Came up to the house and played. So now I'm starting to, now I'm in shop. So I left the group somehow. I don't know how. I left the group. Everybody was in the basement. The grown-ups was on the first floor. I made it to the second floor. Me in the room by myself. I see this Siamese cat. Never been around a cat before in my life. Mm. Cat comes up to me. I'm like, hey, kitty. You know, like a little kid. I mean, I'm I'm nice at this point. I'm still innocent. A little bit. Just a little bit still innocent. This motherfucker swacked me across my face. Man, I was so fucking pissed. From that day forward, that cat was marked, marked in my head. (laughs) So maybe a year went by. I want to say they, uh, the guy supposed to be my father, ended up getting custody of me. Cat always fucked with me. I was scared to get out the tub as a little kid because I was scared that, hey, this cat was going to fuck me up. Like seeing my balls uh, (laughs) (laughs) dangle. I really thought this cat was going to like smack them. Hmm. Then I thought the cat just don't like me. So one day I get a little older. By this time I'm smoking weed. I'm Left some weed out. And this is what really gave me the idea. Left some weed out, came back, come to find out cats like weed, like really likes weed. So I'm pissed because I need this weed to keep my anger under control. So after I see like half of the weed is gone, I'm for to try to grab it. Cat swiped my hand. And at that moment, I just grabbed that cat and put that motherfucker in. It was in a a pillowcase. Long story short, man, I didn't have no problem with that cat no more. But ever since then, I've just been like, I just don't fuck with cats, man. I really don't fuck with cats. Now, like I said, pull up at my house. No, I don't give a damn if you're whatever gang you claim, whatever set you claim. I'm a hood nigga. We can fight. We can shoot. We can stab. But Shit. you're
1: so hood. You just can't be hood
0: towards a cat. Man, I don't fuck with cats at all, <laughs> man. Fuck that. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Hmm. i tell a nigga real quick. Yeah, come on over here with that goddamn chopper. The nigga tell me he's pulling up with a chopper, but he pulled up with a cat. Oh, uh, you dirty. You dirty. <laughs> you dirty, <laughs> dirty. <laughs> but, I mean, now back on subject, back on to the whole family situation. In the past year, I didn't had brothers talk down on me, uh, talk shit about me. I didn't had cousins try to set me up and have me killed. I mean, this is only in the last year. And that's like, this is family. We ain't talking about nobody else. We talking about family. I done have family try to fuck mm, two of the girls that I was affiliated with. And matter of fact, you know what? Let's put all these motherfuckers on blast. I'm not even covering up no names. I got a cousin named Junior. I know his wife before he knew his wife. She's a when I met her, I was a fuck, real fucked up person. I mean, really fucked up. You know, selling drugs, running the streets. Anybody who know that street life, y'all know what I'm talking about. Different girls, different cars, money. But at the same time, when I ran across my cousin's wife, at the time, they didn't even know each other. Now, me having some type of good in me, thanks to my grandparents, my two grandmamas. But uh I seen you no know, she wasn't ready for my lifestyle. I was gonna bring her down. So I couldn't fuck with her. Could have, really could have. But I was like, nah, she's a good girl and I mean she got a good head on her shoulder. She was pregnant. She was busting her ass. She had a dude locked up. The baby daddy was locked up. She put money on his books. I'm hearing him call her. She answered on the phone. He ended up snapping and all this. So, no. Thanks to my uh, older brother that's dead and gone, Michael Scott, a.k.a. A- Bushwick, a.k.a. Wick, if you from West Nashville, and if you grew up in West Nashville from early 2000s to all the way back, y'all know who I'm talking about. Learning good game, how to talk to women. i seen that. I mean, so I knew that she was feeling me, like I said, plenty of chance to go out the other, and uh, that was the plan until I seen how good and how innocent she, she was. Well, let's fast forward. I mean, I cut everybody off in my family for a while. Me and my cousin get re reconnecting maybe like a year and a half ago, maybe two years, and. I realized, hey, this is the person who he's still with now, as everything is starting to kind of fuck up, you know my key players are part of my circles are keeping me going. You know, it started to get a little rocky, so I move in at his house, just trying to figure out what i'm what's my next move because again, I got a felony, and I got two. Really, really bad family. So, I couldn't just up and get a place like I wanted. Yes, I could have got the projects, but my kids ain't never been in no projects. So, I wasn't going to get them that. So, I ended up staying with my cousin. Then it's my cousin, Junior. His two kids. And then his old lady. First of all, I ain't seen her in a long time. So, when I did see her, you can just tell that she was just so drained. Then I'm mad. I'm holding my anger. And I really want to just really say some real fucked up shit to my cousin. Because I'm like, i known this girl before you. I've seen this girl before you. You have brought this girl down so bad. If I wanted this for her, shit, I could have just stayed you know, talking to her. Well, they married. They got kids. I respect that. So I just kept my mouth shut. The whole time I'm hanging around my cousin, I'm watching my cousin. I'm noticing my cousin. I smoke weed. I drink. Pop some pills. Do some other shit. But when I don't know you, I'm only going to let you get away for so much. I'm going to put like a guard or something up. Then it goes to my cousin and starts saying slick shit Know when I'm smoking weed or I done popped the pill, and I guess he's thinking, oh, I'm fucked up, I'm not going to remember. So he kept saying fucked up shit, kept saying fucked up shit, and again, I know how to play my position. I keep my mouth shut, play my position, and then once I'm ready, I make my move. So I confronted my cousin after I moved out of his house and everything, and he tried to play like he got amnesia. I'm letting you know now. Shit, I still got the phone recording of him doing a little stupid shit. So, it goes back to this is the reason why I don't fuck with my family. After that, I, I went somewhere. In the process of me going somewhere, my older cousin, let's just call him Yo. If you know who Yo is, then you know him. Yo calls me Big Cousin. Hey, cuz, no such and such done said this and this and this. They run around the projects with a pistol and they looking for you. I told my cousin, shit, I'm ready to die. I don't give a fuck. I'm for the come over there. He was like, nah, what's going on? So I told my cousin, from the information of my cousin, yo told me. I remember the whole conversation. I'm like, cuz, your brother said all this shit. I said, I told your brother I don't think he's... A real Crip member. That's what I said. I said I don't think he's a real Crip member. I don't know this guy, so for that reason, I don't associate with him. I just told my cousin, because let's call the second or uh, the third cousin, yo brother. Let's call yo brother Gorilla. Okay, so. I'm telling Gorilla, like, hey, this person is not. I don't think this person is really is a part of Crip. So for that reason, I don't. I don't care what you is. I just don't want nobody around me false flagging. If you a G, you can be around me, blood, Crip, Vice Lord, whatever. Just don't false flag around me. I don't give a fuck what you is. If I think you false flagging, I'm for to try to get to somebody to. Say something to by gorilla being somebody who he knew. I told gorilla, Hey, I think this guy's false flagging, but gorilla, I guess was scared of this guy and gorilla was telling me, I think he's the police. So once I go down to your house and I see this guy we talking about, I go back to gorilla. Yeah, he could be the police man. Cause I was sitting out on the porch. I was sitting out on the steps. The police walked right past me. They ain't talked to nobody in the hood, except for this one guy. Shook hands and every goddamn thing. I don't know. It was a little weird to me because I ain't never seen no nigga in the projects do no shit like that. He could be a snitch. He couldn't. He might not. I don't know. I just. It just seemed like a real, something I just needed to stay away from. Well, Gorilla goes and tell this guy. The same thing that Gorilla told me that he think dude was working with the police. I went back to Gorilla and confirmed, like, yeah, I think he might be. But Gorilla goes and tell this guy that I said that he was a snitch and he's working with the police. So this guy supposed to be looking for me. And again, yo, call me, hey, cuz. No, such and such looking for you with a pistol, man. He said this and this and this, and I told yo, hey, man, Gorilla said that. I told Gorilla that I think he's false flagging, but Gorilla said that he thought he was working with the police. I just seen him talking to the police, so I said, yeah, I he might be. I don't know for a fact, but by Gorilla being family, I want to make sure family is protected. But Gorilla turned on me, so this guy supposed to be looking for me. Me being the person that I am, I had plans on leaving Middle Tennessee for a better life anyways. I never want to leave a situation open like that. I never wanted to leave a situation for somebody to say I ran in my city. They call me Tennessee. I don't want nobody to ever say I ran Tennessee off. So before the day that I end up leaving, that was my last stop in the city. So I stopped. I'm banging on Gorilla though. At the time, it was me. I got a couple of my homeboys on standby, like a couple of streets away from uh, away from Gorilla's house, because I'm like, hey, if something pops out, I need to make sure that I'm protected. Plus, I had a girl in the car, and I wanted to make sure she was protected. So, after that, you no, know, I know this motherfucker. And, I mean, Gorilla used to do boxing. And, I mean, so I know he's got them hands. I'm a shooter. I'm not even going to lie. I got my pistol on me. In the same process, I'm banging. I'm banging on this door, trying to get this nigga to come out so I can confront him. And if everything is true, I need to find out if this nigga really is trying to, you know, trying to kill me. Uh, I stopped at Gorilla House. Gorilla didn't answer the door So I'm like alright Gorilla's down your house I went down your house Yo being my big cousin That's what family supposed to do Make sure everybody is safe Make sure everything is good That's what he did He's like cuz I done took care of everything You good you straight Just gone ahead and enjoy Your your new chapter Goes back to why I don't fuck with My family Whatsoever Cause it's shit like it now, mm, hold on. I got some key points that I'm trying to make, but before then, I'm trying to make sure this motherfucker ain't going to sleep.
1: I'm awake.
0: Okay, so turn this away. Because this isn't what you're going to have to have your input on. This is This is where... Me and your time is starting to intertwine. Now, these last 34 minutes, y'all done heard uh, a lot about my shit. Now, within, me being around in me knowing the streets, me having a big brother that Gave me some good pimp ways to control a girl's mind. And I'm saying this and can hear all of this. And the reason why I say this is any girl that you see, especially guys, guys, this is especially for y'all. Any girl that you see, I don't give a fuck what they are, prostitute, crackhead, any fucking thing. You can motivate that person to take over the world, guaranteed. Prime example, my mama was a crackhead, a prostitute. But if you can get my mama to believe in you, my biological mama, if you can get her to believe in you, she would it do whatever. Now, let's go back to N. When I first met N, I met N before N met me. Let's put it that way. (laughs) Now, on top of that, no. of course, I try to get my information before I actually try to sacrifice a female. So I uh, got my information, everything that I heard. I'm like, you know, what I mean, I'm still gonna sacrifice her. I mean, fuck it. Um, once I got to know in, that's when I started to realize a lot of, a lot of things that motherfuckers didn't. C. And it goes back to with my first baby mama and my ex-wife. They both come from money. My first baby mama, I don't give a damn, hope the bitch die. If I ever see you crossing the street, bitch, I ran you off. Now, my ex-wife, yeah, my, my ex-wife, she came from money, but the difference was when I first met her, she worked, She was working three jobs. She was taking care of kids that wasn't even her. And then I came in a picture, and from day one, I knew that, hey, she was a hard worker, and she had so much love for the kids. Well, at the time, she didn't have no kids. It was just my daughter. And I can tell how much that she wanted to do just for my daughter. That's the reason why I wanted to get her pregnant. Now... Through those two relationships I always heard you no know, because they came from money or because they made money, people stopped seeing who I am and what I can do. So when I met In and I got to know In, I started to look like, okay, this is somebody that I can make a legacy or build my legacy on. She don't come from money. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say she don't come for money, but in the process of that, she's too nice. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's safe to say. She's very, very nice. She's very nice, and the reason why I'm saying this is because with my family, say something wrong to me, it's game time. If her family say something wrong to her. She's still going to be there. Now, again, maybe it's, you no know, her bringing up. And that's the difference on her bringing up and my bringing up. I'm to find out this motherfucker's been in Millersville. And if y'all know where Millersville is, you had to go through Millersville to get to White House. There's no way around that. No way. The interstate goes right through Millersville. Then it's White House. You can take the road, it's going right through Millersville, White House. So as I'm getting my country bringing up, and again, if I would have stayed in my grandmamas, I could have probably been in. All sweet, loving, but the streets made me who I am. And I don't know, sometimes I don't have a heart. A lot of times I don't because I kind of worry about who's trying to fuck me over. So for anybody who do know who I am or whoever knows who I am or going to run across me in the future, just know I'm nice to a certain point. Once I feel like you're trying to fuck me over, I'm going to do whatever to get back at you. Females. I'm a good guy, I mean, I help our kids, I don't give a damn about money, but once I figure that you're trying to use me, then, like I said, my anger overlaps every goddamn thing. Now... First, it is hot as fuck in here. I want to say that. I'm
1: to turn that air
0: conditioning. Second, if I turn that air conditioner on, it might sound like a jet engine. Um, let me ask you. What do you... What, what do you think about everything that you just said and you know, kind of give people a... I guess a background of you, what you came from. Just to get everybody to kind of on the same page, if you look at Millersville, it is like um, Mayberry? hmm Okay. It's like Mayberry. It is 2020, and this motherfucking town only have one traffic light right to this day. <laughs> <laughs> right to this fucking day. <laughs> and hell, that just
1: got put in a few years ago.
0: Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: So, mm, mm, that just blew my fucking mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it hasn't always been there.
0: So, they didn't even get a new traffic light. You know, the new ones, it's got the red circle, maybe the white blinking. So, you know the to pay attention. It's not just a red light no more. They got just the plain red light now. Not even a new one. And I know them new uh, traffic lights been out since about 2010 and 10 years later they end up, hey, let's get a traffic light. Yeah, let's go with the old one. No.
1: Not there their license. Mm-hmm. got to be at least 2013, somewhere
0: in there. That's when y'all got the traffic light?
1: No, it wasn't. Oh. Maybe it was in two thousand. Damn, I don't remember, but it's been a hot minute.
0: Well, we can take five years off of that shit, because I know that motherfucker was down five years ago. Right. Uh, mm, I want to say when we first moved here, it it was a traffic light down. Now... Uh, again and Tell everybody Know a little bit About yourself Know your upbringing And Your mindset I do a
1: sweet Person man
0: When she wants to be I mean she did Throw a weed pipe at me I did not but Keep going I did not Everybody at uh What was it uh
1: Boombas
0: No nah, it wasn't Boombas It was
1: Texas Brazil
0: Texas Brazil <laughs> Y'all niggas At Texas Brazil Y'all niggas plucking glass out of my goddamn crow, so you know what the hell I'm talking about. Now, keep going in. Let the people know who you is. You never know. They might hear, well, they will hear you on future episodes.
1: I'm just a sweet southern person. Mm. Um, uh, <laughs> I
0: don't know. And says that she's from the South. I am from the South. Wow, you really spoke up on that, didn't you? I don't know. I don't
1: know. Born and raised, Tennessee. Mm,
0: I don't know. She has some up-north ways.
1: How do I have no- up north up-north ways?
0: You was going to say northern ways? No, you do not No. How? Because we're just different. I represent and embrace the South all good and the good and the bad. Okay, I
1: mean, so it's like hood meets country. Okay, so what?
0: Hmm. Hmm, that still don't... You got to understand Southern hood is different than Southern country. Just like, I'm from Nashville. I ain't never ever in my life seen nobody from I mean no country music artists, no Garth Brooks, no whoever the fuck shit, I ain't never even seen Taylor Swift, but I know where the fuck she live at.
1: No, I ain't never seen her.
0: No, it goes back to hood, being hood in the South, especially in Nashville, like I said, I ain't never seen no country music artist and I done been all over middle Tennessee and it my uh, I guess the people that I looked up to was the drug dealers and the pimps, the hustlers. I didn't want to play no basketball, but I did like Michael Jordan. I didn't want to. I didn't really want to start doing music until. I don't know. I knew that I can do it. I just didn't have that gift or that passion for it until no Run DMC. Big Daddy Kane Uh, Some of y'all motherfuckers Don't know none of these people But I grew up in the 90s So No Limit was probably When I really wanted to do music Now and Being from This small ass southern ass town If you listen to the music That she was listening to Before she met me oh. uh Anybody who hear this and y'all know Kevin Gates, tell Kevin Gates that I gave him a new fan. That was all me. All <laughs> me. You know what I mean? All me. <laughs> so she didn't know nothing about the ass eating. She didn't know I don't get tired. She didn't know none of that. I brung her Kevin Gates. Yes, you did. No. I don't know. What the hell did you grow up listening to?
1: Mm. Like a mixture of eighties, nineties, um, oldies. That was always a big one. What like is your, oldies to you? Like sixties, fifties.
0: No, I can't say none because Ray Charles and uh Lil Richard, yeah, I still listen to that. So.
1: Yeah. Like your eighties rock, that's what I would listen to. Um rap, of course you know I'd listen to Eminem and Dre, Snoop. Just really, I just kind of bounced all over. Like I really, I've never had just one set of whatever. Okay. Like when it comes to music, like I, I just kind of grew up listening to everything, just kind of like I do now.
0: No, both parents was in the house. Most of your life, right? hmm Okay. Dad didn't do no drugs. Mom didn't do no drugs.
1: No. No, I mean, like, my parents split up when I was, like, three. But, I mean, still, like, I didn't have, there were no drugs. There wasn't no alcohol. There wasn't no abuse. Like, there wasn't nothing.
0: In my house, that was an everyday damn thing. Only thing I seen was weed rolled, powder, snorted pills. Man, it was so much shit, man. But again, it goes back to the difference on the upbringing. Now, let me ask you, and you can say no comment or you can answer it straight out. Do you feel like if you had more people, I guess, supporting you, pushing you to go for it, would you go for
1: it? What am I going for?
0: Like, sai. Right, us um, if you had more people that's telling you, hey, you can... Start your own cleaning business. Yeah, I believe in you.
1: Okay, it's like basically if I just had more people pushing me towards my goal.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, that way.
1: I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't hurt, you know, when people do that. Because it actually does... It kind of makes things a little bit easier because you, as many people know, I procrastinate like a mug. So... I mean, it kind of helps when I do have that push because then it's like, okay, you know, I've got all these I have all these soldiers behind me, and here I am trying to build this, trying to do this, and at least they have my back, but that's where the downfall is because i don't I don't have that I don't have that support
0: now, when it comes to me in business and I <laughs> I learned this a long time ago when I first tried to do my first business. It's not about the money. Me personally, I'd rather have somebody that's behind me and giving me that encouragement because if I need to buy a new microphone for my studio and that says that motherfucker is $1,000 and I'm struggling just to pay my bills but just having somebody in my ear you can do it. Uh, let's talk. Let's let's do something. It's not about you handing me money because 90% of the times of somebody just talking to me and giving me positive motivation, my brain to kick in and figure out the way. So, I wanted everybody to pay attention to what she just said because, again, it's not the money. It's just having a positive, somebody to believe in if somebody believe in you. You're going to go farther. And again, goes back to my brother. I can see what other people don't see. I'm going to see it. So when other people is thinking, oh, and just want to fly around on a plane and ship, uh, sip champagne, I can see it by talking to her. Getting to know her, I'm like, no, nah, she don't want just that. So how can I get her to where she needs to be? Therefore, if I can make her into a better version of her, then maybe everybody will see me. That's the way I thought about it. That's the way I approach every situation. Any girl that I I take in under my wing or try to watch out for, I try to look at, yes, a selfish reason, but in the process of that, I mean, that's how I build my legacy. If I can, I tell in every time she don't see what I see. She don't see how strong and how powerful she is. I don't tell her that for no gain as just me being a good friend a good person, a person who wants her to do better. So that's why I tell her that. Prime example, she's have this energy that if you took in into the store, everybody's going to want to talk to her for some fucking reason. <laughs> You're going in there for a piece of bubble gum, but it's like three hours and motherfuckers just open up to her. Now, me, being around you know, different people You're going to have to warm up to me because first I'm going to have this look like, don't talk to me. That's truly what's in my mind. Don't talk to me. Once you build that wall, break that wall down, I'm very intelligent. You can take me anywhere and I can hold a conversation from the projects to anywhere. Hendersonville, Franklin, anywhere. Now... I don't have the same power as in, that's all natural. I mean, I had to learn how to talk hood and when to talk proper or to carry myself this way or carry myself this way. And again, it's the different (laughs) different upbringing. I mean, that's all the only I can really think of. What would make us so different? And we're different in some ways. In some ways, we are like. In is one of them people that. If you, seen in on the news and she won the lottery. What the fuck? I'm just saying because I know this. I'm telling you, <laughs> and I know two people that's like this. I can see N on the news winning a lottery. And let's say me and Ann don't know each other. But I know Ann stays in this area. And I know Ann just got a million dollars. I could stand at the end of Ann Street and put on some dirty clothes. Give Ann some type of sob story. She's going to come off that oh, money.
1: Oh, here you go.
0: No question.
1: You been getting all of it. No, no, but I'm I'll not going to say so. I'm getting
0: all of it. But all I'm right. getting a nice little bit. If you got a million dollars, I know that I can easily get fifty thousand off of you just standing on the corner. Hmm. you might
1: get like two hundred,
0: but you sure. ain't
1: gonna get no damn fifty thousand.
0: Listen, to me, I'm I'm being honest. Anne is one of the care bearers. She cares, and that's one of her downfalls. That's why I can honestly say I know me. And I know her. Fifty thousand would be in my bank account. No, it wouldn't.
1: No, it no, only it'd be like two hundred dollars, man. She's
0: saying not. that now because I'm we <laughs> on here. She's super nice. Again, when me and my ex-wife split up, I moved at her house. Again, she didn't know if I was a serial killer or a pedophile or nothing. She just come on in. You
1: were my brother's friend.
0: Like, her uh... brother's friend. <laughs> <laughs> That lasted what? No, your brother was gone before I got here. So. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't let. Anywho. I was
1: trying to be nice, man. Like. So. I knew you were going to be right down the street from your kids, and I was trying to keep you close to your kids. Like.
0: Ha ha! Nice. Nice to a fault. She's so nice. I want you around your kids but she didn't think about her safety or nothing. Yeah, I'm nice to kids, but she don't. you don't know if I could have been a rapist. Your kids are safe, but that don't mean that you're safe. What the fuck? I'm just saying, <laughs> it's, it's true. What the fuck? It's just life, loyalty. Motherfuckers just don't understand that. Yeah. I
1: mean I do I'm not gonna sit here And say that I'm perfect Cause I fuck up Like everybody else Okay